Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by your North Texas Ace Hardware dealers. And that's not just one hour, but both hours. So stop in and tell them thanks. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, here's Neil. All right, Stuby, thank you very much. And uh, thanks to the Ace Hardware dealers. Please let them know that you appreciate their uh, their involvement with the program. It surely means a lot to to me, I hope it means a lot to you as well. We're here every Saturday from 1 until 3, we being Mike Bass and uh, Neil. Mike uh, screens for my program here, screens the phone calls, gets you all ready to go on the air. Make sure that you know you're talking to a garden program, not some kind of investment program or political program or sports program. And uh, Mike does the very same thing for me on WBAP on Sunday mornings from 8 until 10. Indeed, uh, we'd welcome you there tomorrow morning, so I hope you'll join us. Ace sponsors all of this, and we thank them very, very much. Uh, the uh, This time I set aside for any commonly asked question, and the one thing that I will uh, use this time right now for is to tell you that uh, I have put on or asked Gretchen at my office, to because she's the smart person in my office, uh, to uh, uh, put on our website is the... Uh, St. Augustine Diagnostics that I had in eGardens three weeks ago. I said, let's just put that on the website and leave it there for a while. St. Augustine Diagnostics has to do with all the different things that go wrong with St. Augustine and to some degree Zoysia in some cases. But uh, anyway, it is there for you if you're wondering, gosh, what is this that's wrong with my St. Augustine? This time of year, it could be gray leaf spot. It could be chinch bugs. It's too early for brown patch and probably too late for take-all root rot, uh, too early for grub worms. But I explain all of that, and I show you what they look like and what month they're likely to occur in this uh, information. So go to Neil Sperry, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com, and uh, look for St. Augustine uh, Diagnostics, and it'll be right there for you. So that's... uh, what we'll use is our most asked question. No point in calling the program and asking because I'll send you right there. It's just something that's very hard to answer on a phone call on the air and much easier to send you to the, the place where I have access to photographs to show you. That uh, little bit of information sponsored by Mueller. When people think of Mueller, they think quality steel buildings. They think durable metal roofing. But the name Mueller means so much more. It means you'll have a product manufactured by Mueller, including in-house engineers, to help design the building of your dreams. It means you'll have a company in business for 90 years standing behind your warranty. It also means you'll get tons of added value, such as roofing site forklift delivery, and a Mueller assurance team that's ready to help you along the way. And Mueller is on the cutting edge, designing and manufacturing new products, like their greenhouses and standing seam roofing panels. To find out more about Mueller products, go to MuellerInc.com, M-U-E-L-L-E-R-I-N-C.com. Give them a call at 877-2-MUELLER. That's 877-268-3553. Or stop by one of their 33 locations. MuellerInc.com because Mueller means more. Hi, I'm Carrie from Ace Hardware of Richardson at the corner of Coit and Beltline. When you need reliable, localized help and those great Magnolia Home paint products, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Carrie. A couple of very quick things. We have two open lines right now. Love to see those fill up. 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. Our granddaughter, Ella, uh, had her fifth... Um, and perhaps last major surgery for cleft lip, cleft palate two days ago. She is 15 years old, and she is a sweet, sweet girl and a wonderful outlook on life and always smiling. And uh, She wants to be an elementary teacher, and she's hopeful that this will uh, help her with her speech and and with other things, but she is a darling, and we root for her. She has a great sense of humor. And uh, she was beautiful to start with, and this will even help that, I'll bet. So there you go. And uh, she's home, and uh, so we can't wait to see her and give her hugs. Um, And also, this day, on this particular day, we wish a very happy birthday to our grandson and Ella's cousin, Joseph Sperry. 
Joseph turns today 13. So his mama has a teenager on her hands. <laughs> so in all regards, so happy birthday, Joseph. So there we go. All right, let's go back to the phone lines. Now we have Robin in Arlington. Robin, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Hi, how are you today? Doing great. Thank you. Well, uh, thank you for taking my call. Um, I have a wild plum tree that's probably about 10 years old, and it has a main branch on it that has just died. And it's got sap that is seeping out of different areas on it, and I don't know what to do to help it. All right. How far up from the ground is the sap? Is it near the ground or is it up in the air some distance? Um, it's in the trunk, up at the upper part of the trunk. All right. That probably, and I, I would not bet big dollars on my answer on this one, but that's probably bacterial stem canker. Uh, you're welcome to look that up on Texas A&M website or others and, and read up on it a little bit, but I'll bet that's what it is. Uh, it is a disease that will hit the wild plums. It hits uh, Mexican plum. It hits cultivated plums very commonly. Bacterial stem canker. Uh, once it's in a tree, it's awfully hard to turn it around. Um, oh. And I've I've lost a couple of Mexican plums to it. One at my old office that we have since sold, and um, and one at my home when I was growing up in College Station. It's uh, disappointing at best, but yes, I'll bet I'll bet that's what it is. Yeah. Oh wow, that's I, mean, I have a lot of disappointed people because I make a, a wild plum jam. <laughs> from oh, the fruit. Everybody well, everybody loves the, it. <laughs> the good news is that you can you can replant plums and and be back in fruit production within two or three years. It's one of the quickest uh, trees to to come into production. So even if it comes to that, I would not put it right where that one was, but that. Mm-hmm. Uh, might offer a little bit of hope not much but a little bit well i appreciate all your help thank you so much I'll you look bet. That up and, uh, sorry you yeah, i'm sorry you had to wait so long to get bad news like that <laughs> look that up and, and see what but i would uh, i would begin your search with texas a&m and so so okay. that you're in university you might even put texas a&m horticulture bacterial stem canker a plum or or plum diseases that's another thing you could do they have a really good fact sheet hang on just a second let me get you that fact sheet and let me even just see if it has uh, stem canker on it just a second. Oh, okay I, I can do that because i have it on my laptop i need to get a new window open um, but i saved that bookmark because okay. i use it all the time uh, in that regard, um, this disease is or this uh, disease hits both cultivated and wild plums. Oh, okay. Even in high-speed internet here, it is slow to load. Here we go. Okay, let me give you the fact sheet number just in case. It's E as in Edward six one two. And let me scroll down. Okay, they're going through all the stone fruit, cherries, apricots, plums, prunus hybrids. It does not cover diseases. Well, let me go back up to plums and see if it does under plums. They're the best plum varieties. Yes. Bacterial rot, bacterial leaf spot, plum curculio, and stink bugs. Those are fruit. Um, And it says the same as peaches so i think if you go to peaches and don't don't leave okay. me because i'm going to give you the peach uh, fact sheet number and then i'll be done that fact sheet number is e h t edward uh, hightower t for tower okay. <laughs> dash zero two two and uh, so i think that may be where they cover more of the more of the uh, diseases so i've helped you more than i know <laughs> well, much I mean, more than there, I know. Is there any way that I could like cut off the dead part? And it doesn't hurt, but I suspect that it's systemic more than that. I don't think it's just in that one spot. I imagine okay. it's through okay. the through the conducting tissues of the of hmm. the tree. Well, I'm I'm scrolling through this, and good gosh, there's okay. a lot of stuff. Yeah, it it looks. Uh, it looks like that's a pretty brief thing, too. Uh, your best bet is going to be looking Texas A&M 
uh, horticulture or plant pathology uh, for bacterial stem canker. Okay. I had a peach tree, uh, Alberta peach, a couple of years ago, and I think it was about five or six years old. And I went outside one day, this was around April, and it had all this sap that had come out, and it, it looked like bubbles all around the bottom of the tree. Yeah, that's that's peach tree borer. That's remember I asked you at the outset, was it at the ground line or up in the tree? It's very yeah. different. That's that's peach tree borer. That is that results in the death of probably ninety percent of the peach trees, peach yeah, and plum trees. Yeah, that yeah, one is okay. that one's very easy to identify. That is an insect and it tunnels around at the ground line. So, ah, yeah. okay, all right. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. You're really welcome. Good luck with it. Out. Yeah, okay. good luck with Let's it. Say. Appreciate the call. Take care. All right, we'll come back and go to Amy in uh, in Dallas in just a second. We have two lines open now, 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. This phrase, Lone Star Gardening. I cover a lot of that kind of stuff in, in my book, in the fruit chapter. So that would be a starting point to, for you as well. It's just a lot of information in this book. You have 344 pages a lot of text and a lot of photographs. You cover a lot of ground. Uh, chapter one is the basics of gardening in Texas. Chapter two is the 48-page calendar. Uh, it's a perpetual calendar. It's not something you hang on the wall and put appointments on. This one tells you what needs to be planted, pruned, fertilized, and protected in every county, not county by county, but in every region of Texas uh, at each month of the year. So you'll now be able to look at July and say, well, here's what I need to do in July. In very early July, I plant tomatoes and pumpkins. Uh, Mid-July, I plant uh, uh, peppers. And late July, right at the 1st of August, I plant, and then there's a whole batch of other vegetables and so forth all the way through. And uh, so it will tell you all of, all of the things that you need to do in July. That's just chapter two. Chapters three through 11 are detailed chapters on trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, and fruit and vegetables. And when I say detailed, I mean it took me a month to write each one of these chapters. This is not just a little uh, quick fact sheet. This is a really detailed book. As I mentioned, 840 photographs. It's a hardback. It's available uh, only by calling my office or only by going to my website. Those are your two ways to get it. Not in stores, not on Amazon. I sign every copy as it sells, and we mail them within a couple of days of your purchase. I'll be signing tomorrow night and Monday night, and uh, we'll get them in the mail Tuesday when the post office opens again. So those are my promises to you of satisfaction completely, or I'll refund every penny. And uh, so I hope that you'll take advantage of this really low price of only $32.95. I've decided to leave that sale price in place for a limited time longer and help people take advantage of it. When everybody else is raising prices, I control the price of my book uh, because I self-published it. And uh, so I'd be proud to sell it to you at that price, a summertime special. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening at thirty-two ninety-five. Either buy it by calling my office Tuesday through Friday next week, and that's eight hundred seven five two four seven six nine, or and that would be from nine until five, or order it anytime at my website. Order it right now at neilsperry.com. N e i l s p e r r y dot com. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. Severe storms in Texas pop up quickly with wind and hail that can damage your roof. Call Wortham Brothers Roofing at 972-562-5788. Schedule your free roof inspection or visit wbroofing.com. They've been in business more than 28 years. Wortham Brothers Roofing provides the highest quality workmanship materials and service. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing. 972-562-5788. wbroofing.com. We have a Wortham Brothers roof on our home and couldn't be happier. We also have a lot of stone from Whiskey Stone. I love this company, and I think you will too. Go on out there someday when it's not quite so warm. Go early in the day. Let them show you around their 22 acres of beautiful stone at 4501 East Lupe 20 South. 
in southeast Fort Worth. They've been there since 1983, and uh, the phone number is 817-429-0822, whiz-q.com. It's Whiz Hugh Stone. I doubt that they'll be open Monday. They're not open on Sundays ever. Whiz Q Stone. They are leaders in the stone industry. They're also leaders in the nursery and landscape industry, leaders in the associations. So they can refer you to the best stonemasons. If you don't know how to put, build a retaining wall or how to lay stone for a, a beautiful and safe and functional patio or maybe a walk, they know the people who can and who will make you proud, who will do you proud, make a beautiful surface for you. Call Whiskey Stone. Better yet, go out. That's what you really want to do. Take photographs with you. Take drawings and measurements with you. Let them help you. They'll know how much stone to uh, sell you. They'll sell you about 10 to 15 percent overage. That's always customary from any good stone yard. Not to upsell you, but to make sure you have enough for the uh, odd shapes that always come with stone. It's a natural product. And so that's it. Whiskey stone, beautiful stone. Everything from big boulders to decorative gravel at 4501 East Lupe 20 South, Southeast Fort Worth, 817-429-0822, whiz-q.com. It's Whiskey stone. I'm Mike from Grand Prairie Ace Hardware. Each Ace Hardware is independently owned by someone who cares about your community, who's there to answer your questions. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Mike, very, very much. And we go back to the phone lines. Let me give you the number again. We're down to one call at this point. We uh, are getting through uh, the calls quickly. And so 888-787-KLIF, 888 888- Seven eight seven five five four three. Amy in Dallas. This is Neil. Good afternoon. Hello, Amy. What do you think, Mike? There she is. Amy, you there? I'm here. All right, you're on the air. How can I help you? Hey, Neil. Okay, so I'm kind of new to outdoor gardening, and what that means is basically putting flowers and planters outside. Okay. Um, I've got those those hanging trough things with the cocoa liner. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got petunias in them. So I've got four troughs. Two of them are more like basket, deeper baskets. The other two are longer, more shallow troughs. They're probably about three feet long or so. The petunias in those long troughs are not making it. These places are all in this. These troughs are all in the same place. They get the same amount of sun. And so I'm wondering why the ones and the longer one, if it's something to do with being too shallow. I've got potato, those potato vines in there, and they're doing just fine. But I don't know what is going on with the petunias, why they're not, why they're not making it. They are not making it because they're not happy with the temperature. Petunias rarely make it past about the 10th of June. You're lucky they've, any of them have made it, has made it uh, into July. Um, mm. if, if you look around town, uh, at commercial landscapes, you won't find any petunias left. They were planted mightily back in, in March and April, and they were pulled out mightily in late May or early June. Mm. They're beautiful, but they have a short life expectancy. You know, if you go to Disney World, um, the, the big bed at the entrance, I have no idea what, what's around. Is that... Mickey and the clock, or I don't know what it is, can't remember. But they, they change it 11 times a year. Those plants are there for mm-hmm. one month. And and we don't do that in our home landscapes, but we have to change some things uh, every four months, five months, something like that. And petunias would be really at the top of that list. They last about 10 or 15, uh, 10 or 12 weeks probably at, at prime. By summer, how much sunlight do, do these uh, baskets get? They get a lot now. The but the two two of the baskets are still pretty good looking. Um, they're they're hanging in there much better than the other two, and they're right. all in the same place on the balcony. Um, so I might just you know dig them out, and someone else said put geraniums in there or something. Oh they, no, they, they no, get no. A lot. Find so, find somebody else to get advice from. Oh. <laughs> the the best plants well, for. I called you. 
Yeah. The, well, thank you. The best plants for uh, for for wall baskets, and I'm not seeing. Uh, give me some idea of the depth back to the wall and the depth vertically. Uh, are these six or seven inches from front to the to the wall? So they're actually on a um, a balcony that's wrought iron. So they don't have. They're not up against a wall. They're, well, I'm just they, trying to figure back. depth. Yeah. When when you say depth to somebody, it could mean uh, front to back, or it could mean top mm-hmm. to bottom. And I want both. Okay. Um, let me go. I'm I'm walking over to look at them right now. So yeah, I just eyeball for yeah. the long ones. The long ones, I'd say probably um, four inches from top or from sorry front to back about four inches wide okay and probably about the same deep all right those Um, are very small so you're going to have a hard time growing anything that gets very large um -hmm. in 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 full sun or nearly full sun my go-to plants for for a hot spot in a in a wall basket or a wrought iron basket uh, would normally be things like uh, trailing uh, purslane uh, it's very mm-hmm. colorful, very pretty. It, it's flowers closed by 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I can put up with that. I'm all right with that because of its uh, ability to handle all the heat. Uh, also, um, uh, fan flower, the Blue Wonder Scavola. That's the same plant, but two different names. Um, that one mm-hmm. does very well. Uh, those are those are full sun plants that would do quite well. Geraniums check out in, in Texas faster than petunias do. So you certainly don't want geraniums. They'd be beautiful in March, but they're not beautiful in the summer. Um, okay. You, but your your baskets are small enough that you might want to uh, do. Uh, hmm. Those are those well, are I narrow. Like those potato plants and and the potato plants are just taken off. Well, so they will, but they pull all those yeah, out. Yeah, you're going to be standing out there watering them uh, by the end of the summer. I mean, you won't mm-hmm. be going inside. <laughs> they're going to need a lot of water. They okay. uh, they get big. There are some that are are compact and that are dwarf uh, that will will stay fairly small. So you you need to ask that when you go to a really good nursery uh, to buy. Um, there are a lot of other good small plants that will handle the sun quite well, um, but it's that those are so small. Those uh, four inches is a not much bigger than the four-inch pot. Uh, you're almost mm-hmm. to a point of where succulents might be better than some of the other things. But, again, you're going to have to be awfully mindful of the intense sunlight. Now, I, are I'll, all cocoa liners created equal? I mean, I, when I go to the store, I see that some are, are different materials than others. And, and in my experience, some have been kind of cheaper and, and thinner and fall break apart a little more. That, so I think that's a fair statement. Some- yeah, I think there are some mm. that are better. I haven't done a thorough analysis of it, but yes, I think you're right. Okay. I think you're right. Um, I uh, I'm, I'm just trying to think of the hero plant that would do well, uh, and and would stay really small. And I know it's going to come to me. I'm I'm just I've so, had vertigo. <laughs> I have had such a terrible attack of vertigo today that my brain is not. I, I'm, I really am struggling, oh, no. and so yeah, it's been an all-day thing. I haven't, I haven't hidden behind it or harbored it and talked about it today, but it has not been a, not been a good day. Vertigo is my oh, partner no. the last six years. So, let me uh, let me think about it just a little bit, and I may blurt something out in the next five or ten minutes. Okay, well, okay. So pansies are out, right? Too 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 hot for those. Pansies, pansies you would plant. I'd be afraid to plant those in November because I don't think they'd make it through the winter. You would plant them in February. They'd be gone by the 1st of May. You okay. have the seasons right. exactly backwards for most of these plants. Okay. <laughs> I did yeah. I not make the right choices. No. I think, uh, I think if you planted your petunias in, in uh, the very end of February, early March, you'd be okay. Um mm-hmm. You know, I'll tell you what would do well. I'll tell you exactly what would do. I'm, this is what I was searching for. Uh, trailing Cora periwinkles, C-O-R-A. Okay. They're beautiful. Not uh, There also is Cora XDR, extra disease resistant. Those are beautiful, but those are upright. I'm talking about trailing Cora periwinkles. 
And if you okay. can find a nursery that has those, they would be gorgeous. Callaway's always has the XDRs, and they might have trailing Cora also. They're beautiful, and they would okay. handle the heat, and they would trail on your baskets, and they're small. Okay. All right. There I'll we go. I knew I'd come up with it, and right. that was the one I was trying to think of. All right. I got to run. I'm way behind. Okay. I appreciate you. Good. Thanks, Neil. All right. Take Bye. care. Bye-bye. All right, Sarah Ann, we're coming back to you, and I'll try to help you with your live oak. We go the other direction from little baskets to big trees. Let me tell you about Callaway's Nursery. Just speaking of Callaway's, and let me see. We are talking about Cora XDR Periwinkles. Vinkas, how lucky can that be? This is a great time to refresh your flower beds and enjoy a great pop of color in your landscape. Everything is in full bloom at Callaway's, and their certified experts know that here in Texas, Cora XDR Vinca is the best choice. Stop in today. Discover their beautiful selection of blooming Cora XDR Vinca in a variety of colors in all 22 neighborhood locations. You'll find generous 4-inch pots of these beauties on sale for $1.48, regular price $1.99. Cora XDR Vinca, a favorite in flower beds and containers for many reasons. They're heat and humidity-loving flowers. They add instant contrast in color. Then they rebloom all summer into the fall. In addition to their beauty, they're super easy to grow, and the XDR stands for Extreme Disease Resistance. Founded in Texas by Texans, I know the founders of Callaway's. I've known them for 40 years. You can always count on Callaway's Nursery to bring you the very best in flowers, trees, and shrubs, all backed with their 100% satisfaction guarantee. So try something new. Callaway's Nursery also offers their pick-and-plant service, where you select your favorites, but let someone else do the planting so that you have more time to relax and enjoy your garden. Stop at any of their community stores, including their new store in Prosper, or order online at Callaways.com and take advantage of their convenient curbside pickup or delivery. They're open seven days a week. It's Callaway's Nursery. Life lived beautifully. It's Callaway's.com. The court has overturned Roe versus Wade. Roe v. Wade critical constitutional right to kill a baby a right to abortion is not in the constitution this is about lack of respect for women this is about protecting life all across america we have two americas now a new beginning for life and we're definitely angry this is deadly serious 570 klif and 96.3 fm hd2 Neil Spray's eGardens, my free electronic newsletter from my computer to your email, Thursdays a little after 6 p.m. Uh, several things I need to tell you about. Five stories in every eGardens. One of them will be a featured plant of the week, something that's very timely for that week. Also, you always have gardening this weekend where I tell you the things that are most important for you to do that weekend. And uh, a lot of them are very, very timely, very, very dated. For example, this week in eGardens, I told you that this was the weekend. I'll tell you right now, this is the weekend for planting your fall tomato crop. Not last week, now. That's the kind of stuff that I put in eGardens. And uh, another of the stories is our big and expanded uh, Q&A section, really expanded and really going over beautifully. So that's what eGardens is all about. If you want to see what it looks like, go to my website, neilsperry.com. That's where you sign up for it. Now, here's the other set of things I need to tell you. eGardens is free and always has been, always will be. And you need to know that I will never spam you with anything just because you have signed up for eGardens. You're never going to get a message from me saying, hey, uh, because you're a subscriber to eGardens, I thought you'd like to know about this or that. I Don't do that. I'm not going to do that to you. And I'm not going to give or sell your email address to anybody. You get eGardens because that's what you signed up for at neilsperry.com. Join the 80,000 other people who have already signed up for and enjoy. It has a very high open rate. That's Neil Sperry's eGardens at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L. S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. It's time now for a little bitty garden tip. I think you'll find it useful. 
We're talking about the pests of the summertime, and webworms have to make that list. Every summer about now, we begin to see them. We've been seeing them for the last month or two, and they're just terrible. Webworms make unsightly large webs in pecans and persimmons, mulberries, and other plants that they prefer. They devour the leaves in the process, and one colony can strip a limb completely bare. Luckily, webworms do little permanent damage, but they're so disgusting that most people want to get rid of them. The way to do that, the best way, is to use a long-handled pole pruner to drop them to the ground. Of course, don't use a pole pruner anywhere near power lines. Spraying really doesn't work very efficiently. It's difficult to get the spray up high enough into the web. It's also hard to get it to penetrate the web. So I really would recommend that you prune them when they're very small, when the webs are first developing. I have more gardening tips for you each Thursday evening in eGardens, my free weekly electronic newsletter. Sign up at neilsperry.com. Thank you, sir, very much. Let me tell you about Ace Hardware. Let me tell you that Ace Hardware sponsors this hour. They are the key underwriting sponsor of this hour and last hour of this program all year long for several years now. Thank you. Ace Hardware. Folks, when you go into Ace Hardware, let the manager or the owner know that. Please make sure they know that you appreciate that and that you're there because you heard this ad. In fact, you may want to go in specifically for this ad. I'm going to, going in about uh, an hour from now. And they have local experts who know the right questions to ask to make sure that you succeed in every project you have. They are the helpful hardware folks. Stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer to find a great deal on Ace 50-foot all-season Smart Flow Max garden hose for $34.99. Ace Smart Flow Max is the best premium hose for all watering needs. Reflex Mesh technology prevents all kinking and twisting. Triple frame technology further prevents kinking and adds durability. It's crush-proof couplings. It has it all going for it. Now that is the Ace 50-foot all-season Smart Flow Garden Hose for just $34.99 at all of the 40 Ace Hardware stores in North Texas. Ace stores are parts of our neighborhoods. They are staffed by people we already know. Local experts with trusted advice we can rely on. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. On the next Markley Van Camp and Robin show. So how was your first weekend in literally Handmaid's Tale? <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't. Markley Van Camp and Robbins. Weekdays at noon on 570 KLIF. Okay. Let me tell you about my website right now. It's neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L. S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. It's where you buy my book. It's one of two places you can buy my book. The other is by calling my office. Only two ways. So you need to remember the website. That's the better way. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com because the book is not in stores and not on Amazon. It's also where you sign up for eGardens, my free electronic newsletter. It's also where you can find archived information on uh, Rose Rosette Virus and brand new archived information on St. Augustine issues and how to diagnose them and deal with them. Uh, So a lot of information. My 1001 Frequently Asked Questions, a lot of questions. That was an entire book at one point. But that publisher went out of business, and so I said, okay, I'll do that one better. I'll give it away free. It's on uh, on my website neilsperry.com and then click on the 1001 frequently asked questions there it'll be all of that and more at neilsperry.com I'm Dan Meyer from Salina Ace Hardware when you need reliable localized help with bug control for your home come to us we're the helpful hardware folks and now back to Neil all right and I say it every time that I hear a rejoinder by Dan Meyer that is one of the nicest stores you will ever go in. It is beautifully laid out, beautifully maintained. Dan has had a prior life in other retail, and I'll let him tell you, but it's impressive, and it also smacks of no wonder this store is so nice. So thank you, Dan. Let's go to Sarah Ann. Sarah Ann is in Denton. How can I help you today, Sarah Ann? Hi there, Neil. Hi. Uh, I have a, it's a 50-year-old live oak tree. And uh, 
it was it's been struggling a little bit since the deep freeze we had winter before last it's it's all right but uh you know with all this heat that we're having right now i'm seeing more deadwood and i had an arborist look at it and he wanted to do some deep feeding in addition to pruning the deadwood so i just wanted to get your opinion well i i am not entirely sure what the phrase deep feeding means this is in my industry, and these are my people, and I don't know what they're talking about. Um, and I'll tell you why. Uh, if, well, I asked him if he meant, you know, putting things down like poking things down in the ground. And I think that's what he means. Well, okay. Ninety percent of any tree's roots are in the top foot of soil. If you ever watch a tree on the edge of a, especially a sandy soil, where the soil erodes easily, maybe it's in a, a stream bed where there's a lot of erosion going on, or if maybe it's a tree that's being bulldozed over, unfortunately, that does happen with the developers going so crazy. Um, you'll notice that the roots go into the soil and then they take a 90 degree turn and go right parallel to the ground. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and the reason for that, which is rather common sense when we stop and think about it, is when it rains, the rain doesn't go 14 inches, 18 feet into the soil. It goes to the surface. That's where the roots need to be to collect rainfall. And so, you know, I don't know that we'd need to stick a, a probe in or stick rods into the soil or stick fertilizer spikes or anything when I was a kid, and, and my dad co-founded the Range and Forestry Department at A&M, and he didn't stop me from this, uh, we would take a broom handle and poke holes in the yard and fertilize our trees that way. But I have since come to decide that we don't want to do that because that bypasses so many of the roots. They're, they're above the fertilizer, and fertilizer does not move back up in the soil. Water usually doesn't move back up in the soil. Um, unless you get too much water and the water table fills. So I think you could do a good job of feeding your tree just with a broadcast spreader and a good heavy watering. Now, the arborist could do you a great job of, of thinning your tree out and getting the dead wood out and reshaping the tree. That is something they do better than anybody else. But I'm not sure what the deep root or deep feeding is all about. Um if they're not okay, sticking well, it in, if they're not sticking it in too far, then I'm okay with that. But when you see them plunge something in 15 inches, I begin to get worried. Okay, well, that's pretty much what I thought you yeah. would say, but I wanted to double check since it's been a while since I've heard. I, you. I say that, and and I respect the work that they do immensely, and and uh, you know maybe they have a reason, but. But I haven't been shown it yet, and, and uh, I'm certainly not going to argue with how they do their pruning and do their other things, but that one I, I don't get. So anyway, I appreciate your call. Okay, thanks a lot. Have man. a good day. Thank you. Let me go to Leroy and Franklin. Leroy, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Hey, Neil. Uh, thank you for taking my call. Uh, uh, my question is, uh, I've got some bar, uh, pride of Barbados seeds, and I want to plant them. Uh, can you plant them any time of the year, or what's the best time, and what's the seed bed that needs to be done? And also, uh, do you have any year-round plants that uh, year-round blooming plants uh, other than pre perennial uh, plants that bloom? Okay. Uh... I'm not sure I know what uh, what you're talking about year-round other than perennial that bloom. So that'd be annuals? Uh, well, an annual, uh, I, I'd like to plant a, a, a plant that uh, drops, at the, from the seed, when the flower uh, matures, it drops seeds. And then you'll, it'll produce plants in the next year. All right. Um, well, what you're looking for then is an heirloom annual, 
and there are some that will do that. Uh, are you just not interested in, in planting transplants? Well, I, I do some of that, but I just wanted to uh, try to uh, go the, another route. All right. Well, there are several plants that you find. What what I would suggest you do is uh, get into some of the older neighborhoods in uh, what are the cities that are closest to you? I know Bryan College Station would be fairly close. Uh, sure. Madisonville, Hearn. What What's yeah. east of you? Crockett, is that too far? Uh, yeah, that's too far. All right. Uh, well, in, in your general area, try to get into some of the older towns when things are blooming in the spring and uh, and and look around, especially if you go anywhere on a regular basis, if you have one of those cities you go to on a regular basis, then uh, then just uh, just go there when things are in bloom, which would usually be March and April, and make note of where they are. Maybe talk to the homeowners and ask if they have any seed or if they collect seed of larkspur and petunias, reseeding petunias and things of that sort. And if they would mind saving you some, or if you could come back, when should you come back kind of a deal. And uh, then then you go back and get the seed. The other thing you can find is if you look, if you do a, a Google search for heirloom seed for Texas gardens, you'll find a lot of, a lot of those seed savers exchange. That website, I think, probably has those seed savers exchange but that's a national website and you don't want to get heirloom seeds from uh, minnesota you want to get things that are adapted to texas but um, i I think through all of that i think you can get tied into groups that will share seeds back and forth there are people doing it i don't do that so i don't i don't really have the the feel for it but but there are people who will do that what about the pride of, of our, our, our pride Barbados? of Barbados? You would want to plant the seed in uh, probably in January or February in a in a warm greenhouse or a bright windowsill indoors where you can protect it, get it up and growing, and then plant it into your garden as early in the spring as you can, so it can get as established as possible. They should make it through the winter for you as far south as you are. Uh, I'm broadcasting yeah. from Dallas, Fort Worth, and and so. Uh, it's not yeah. as winter hardy for us, but it should be winter hardy for you. Uh, it's not yeah, well, the time to plant it now unless you have a greenhouse. I mean, if you want to sow them now and put them in a greenhouse for uh, for the winter, then you'd have yeah. really nice transplants by spring. Yeah, I see them uh, in, in Taylor and Georgetown, so they they do uh, uh, right. Do, they do good with this climate. Yeah, oh, I know they're they're all over. But when you see something blooming, is not the time to plant it. Uh, the time to plant it was months sure. before that. I got to run, but uh, hopefully that will help. And that's a beautiful plant; it would do well for you. So I would I yeah, would encourage I really, you to do I that. Really love it. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty. Thank Thanks you. for the call. Have a great fourth. Appreciate it very much. All right, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. If you don't know uh, uh, Pride of uh, Barbados. Cesalpinia. Take a look at it in my book, and you'll see. And it's a beautiful plant. You'll say, "Oh, I know that." Butterflies love that plant, and so do most Texans. Uh, I have a, a really nice opportunity for you with my book. It's only thirty-two ninety-five for this fifth printing, and I'd encourage you to uh, to grab it while you can because it's a limited supply. Once I run out of the fifth printing, the price will go up. It'll go up to thirty-eight ninety-five. So that's quite a savings. I just decided. In this day and age of uh, prices going up and up and up on everything else, I would take the price down and down and leave it there for a while. And so that's what I've done. Thirty-two ninety-five. Now, the book is not in stores. It's not on Amazon. You get it by calling my office at 800-752-GROW, Monday through Friday, actually next week, Tuesday through Friday, or by going to my website right now, and that's neilsperry.com and ordering it. If you do it that way, I can get it in the mail to you several days earlier because I will be signing tomorrow night and Monday night. Zeus the dog and I will be in the garage. I'll be calming him down from the fireworks that our neighbors will be setting off, and and, uh, we'll be signing books together. I promise he will not have any paw prints in your book. That's uh, tomorrow. That's uh, order now at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L. 
S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Niels Perry's Lone Star Gardening, 11 chapters, 344 pages, 840 photographs. Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening in Texas. Chapter 2 is that perpetual calendar. People tell me that alone pays for the book. Chapters 3 through 11 are trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, and then uh, lawns. I mentioned lawns, fruit, and vegetables. It's all in the book. It's written for the entire state of Texas, everything about outdoor gardening. Again, order it by calling Tuesday through Saturday next week. 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769. The better way is to order from my website right now at Neil Sperry, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y. As soils go from dry to wet to dry, our foundations are taken along for the ride. Serious damage can ensue. If you're seeing signs of what you fear might be foundation issues, let the experts at Advanced Foundation Repair do their thorough evaluation on your home's foundation. It's free, and if you don't have foundation problems, they'll tell you so. Their work is affordable, and it's guaranteed for the lifetime of the home. Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. Foundation repairs.com they are good people they have worked at our home they worked at a building i owned an old historic home that we used as an office and they did heroic work in both cases i'd like to tell you right now about sunburst shutters these are people who uh, come to your home measure your windows tell you what uh, sunburst shutters would cost and uh, you say i want that i like what i see i want that And then they make the shutters to fit each window in your home, window by window by window. And you say, well, they're all the same size. Why do they have to do it window by window? And the answer then all of a sudden makes complete sense because they want to be able to say we are the most energy efficient shutters in America. And the way that they do that is by these custom window uh, treatments. Uh, tape and bed work in windows is not identical from one to the next. It's done by men and women, and we are not perfect citizens. We, uh, we're not the same from window to window to window, and so they have to be measured. Sunburst shutters are plantation-style shutters, big, two-and-a-half, three-and-a-half, or four-and-a-half-inch louvers. They are fabulous looking they're made of polywood p-o-l-y polywood is a man-made material uh, it doesn't it doesn't have any uh, wood in it actual wood they don't crack or warp or split or peel they're color fast white or off-white they can be custom painted or faux stained uh, to match anything else in your home and they can be custom made for even strange shapes and openings Oh, I like ours. We've had ours for almost 12 years now. You'll love them, too. Sunbur- and nice people you're dealing with. Sunburst Shutters, 214-343-2601. When I say nice people, nobody asks me to say that. Nobody writes my script for me. 214-343-2601. Website is sunburstshutters.com. I'm Sherry from TNC Ace Hardware on Jacksboro Highway and Haltom Hardware on Denton Highway in Haltom City. We own Ace Stores because we like being able to help our neighbors. We're proud of our team that's there to serve you. We're Ace, the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. All right, Sherry. And I think right now, you, you have my, my buddy? All right, we have we have my pastor. I shouldn't be quite so informal about this. Pastor Tommy Brummett of the First United Methodist Church of downtown McKinney. Tommy, good afternoon. Neil, you can be as informal as you like. I'm proud to call oh. a friend, brother. God bless well, you. Well, on, on a hot Saturday in, in the summer, I guess we can be a little bit informal anyway. So, yeah. first of all, first things first, what is church going to be like tomorrow? What's going to happen at church? So we have Holy Communion the first Sunday of the month, so we celebrate the sacrament. Uh, we welcome uh, our new associate pastor, Macy Liptoy, is joining our staff, and uh, we will welcome her, and we will talk about what it means uh, to be free, to live as God created us to live. So we're, we're looking forward. It's going to be a great, great Sunday. And then on Monday in downtown McKinney, our big Fourth of July parade and uh, at the church, we're right downtown, so we're going to have free hot dogs and snow cones, and uh, our church 
Youth building will be open for a cooling station to change diapers. It's going to be a big 4th of July in downtown McKinney. How fun. How fun. Yeah. It's going to be a big couple of days. That's wonderful. <laughs> and and we celebrated our, our Pastor Patty leaving last week on retirement after 17 years with the church, celebrated by letting her do four sermons on Sunday morning. And you're going to celebrate Macy's arrival. You're going to let her do four sermons tomorrow? She's not going to preach, but she's going to work all four <laughs> services in the sanctuary. Yes, she is. So everybody will have a chance to meet her. <laughs> all right. That's at the First United Methodist Church of downtown McKinney, 315 North Church Street, folks. It's just about two blocks north of Virginia and and uh, three blocks north of Louisiana Street, if you're familiar with McKinney. And we'd love to have you join us. It's also live stream at 1005 at uh, 10.05 a.m. at sharingtheheart.org. Please join us. And, uh, Tommy, I also want to talk to you a little bit about uh, about Independence Day and the fact that we have a national bird, and, and there were finalists in this competition, weren't there? Yes, there were. Since 1782, the uh, bald eagle has represented our nation. It was close whether it was going to be the bald eagle or the wild turkey, as Ben Franklin was hoping. Uh, but the bald eagle won out and has, has represented our nation for all these years. Another close election. Oh, no. <laughs> this one seemed to end peacefully. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. But I tell you, Neil, we, we almost lost the bald eagles. It, it, uh, um, they, their, their population declined. People hunted them. Uh, killed them, thought they were uh, bad for uh, farming and livestock. Mm-hmm. And then the DDT just almost wiped them out. In 1963, there were just a little over 400 nesting pairs in the whole United States. But I didn't realize it got to, that low. Oh my. Yeah, can you believe it? But thanks to the Endangered Species Act and the banning of DDT, because, you know, every once in a while our government can do a good thing, um, they, we, we saved the bald eagles, and now they are officially off the endangered species list. They are, they are fully recovered, and, and you can see them around here, Neil. You can, you can go up to Lake Texoma. You can go out to the John Bunker Sands Refuge. There, there's nesting pair out there. Uh, and uh, every once in a while, if you're lucky, you'll see one flying over downtown McKinney. There was a, a nesting pair that did not uh, nest successfully, but at White Rock Lake, I think. Was that not the case this spring? That's exactly right. I, I don't know what's become, but they were they were on the news big time. I think yes. the wind knocked down a tree. Yes. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Well, that's exciting. Tommy, I enjoy the stories, the, the birding stories especially. Every once in a while he slips in a gardening story, and that's even better. But... Uh, <laughs> You're wonderful. Really appreciate it. Tommy, thank you. We, we will, Happy Independence we, Day, my friend. Same to you, and we will see you tomorrow. Thank you very much to Pastor Tommy Brummett, First United Methodist Church, downtown McKinney. Folks, thanks for listening. Happy gardening. Happy Fourth. <laughs>